hop into this main course. Do you feel that your partner's changed you? And if so, how? No, I just want to say. Oh, I know it's not talk. Oh, no. I'm about to ask him about this beer. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this no more. All right. No, no. That's <laughs> all. Um, I don't know. Anybody? So, yes. Oh, yeah, sure. My okay. partner has changed me. Um, Phil is really good at a lot of things that I'm really bad at. So, I feel like in the simplest way, he just motivates me to try harder at being better at the things I'm not great at. And it's hard to do something you've never seen before, and I feel like he's really good at showing me, you know, how to do things, how to think about things so that I don't overcomplicate it sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, so, in that way, I feel like I'm changing for the better, becoming a better version of myself because I'm gleaning from his strengths. Mm -hmm. May I ask the question? May I hear the question one more sure, time? Sure, sure. <laughs> He's like, your honor. <laughs> I do not want to perjure myself. <laughs> do, you, do you feel your partner's changed you? And if so, how? Do you feel like in the course of, after being married? Yes. Um, I feel like Stephanie, I guess being married to Stephanie has made me more in touch with my emotions, which is very weird for me because I'm not, I'm an only child. I'm real logical. It's. What's, what's your sign? Um, I'm a Virgo. Yeah. Please don't say Gemini. No. <laughs> She's Gemini. like, sounds like someone else's. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm, um, so I'm real. It's either zero or it's a one. It's really just binary. He's an earth sign. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 it's very binary. He's an earth sign. It's on or it's off. He doesn't it's move on or not. Yeah, He's kind of solid it's in concrete. his. It's concrete or it's not. Yeah. Concrete. So, so she's brought these. So somehow there's like a 1.5 in there. that's very yeah. <laughs> like it's like what well, it's kind of on kind of off and that's where i guess where emotions live in that little piece right there so she mm. somehow made me tap into that and i don't know it's just weird it's been a weird it's been a weird like six months it's like oh man i feel sad and stuff like that <laughs> <laughs> right. about it. Okay. Right. i'm so sad like that it's not it's not that serious man. Red pillow. yeah shout out to red pillow yeah, yeah exactly so you're welcome yeah, <laughs> yeah. um yeah, me, man, I was showing up, before I met Cynthia, I was showing up to like Thanksgiving at my family's house empty-handed. I was just showing up. Like, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Where the food at? Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Man, I met literally saying that. That's my line. What's up, my nigga? Yeah. Yes. You know? yeah, just like that. And when I met Cynthia, you know, she was like, so what you bring it to dinner? And I'm like, excuse me, what I'm bringing to dinner myself? Right, a plate? Yeah, so then um, she, was, she started bringing, um, because of Cynthia, I started bringing things to like family events and just um, just like little corny little holidays, like my aunt and uncle's uh, anniversary. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm bringing a gift now. Other days, I wouldn't even go in their house and, and speak to them and say happy anniversary. <laughs> because of Cynthia, that I'm more mindful of those things. And, mm. you know, that's how she's changed me since we've gotten married and known each other. If we're not changing, we're not trying. Mm. We can't stay oh. the same forever. Nice little hand. And let me tell you, I have <laughs> mm -hmm. definitely changed in this relationship because I was spicy-er. Spicy-er. I know like every time he talks about like when he first met me, he was just like, yo, you were like cursing and stuff, like right in front of my family. And I was just like, so? Ah. <laughs> I can't get used to it. But, um, you know, I changed for the better. 
which is the, the best thing because when you're growing with someone you grow together and then sometimes he's like I don't remember that and I'm like okay well this is new <laughs> yeah so definitely changed for the better as far as like my mannerisms and attitude my attitude. Because Cynthia likes to destroy stores. When, when she gets yeah, very hurt at stores, she'll destroy a store. And I know girl, someone else who loves to destroy uh, something after a battle. I, I will definitely, definitely let you know if I'm unpleased. Yeah. Fair enough. So, so now I try to say a little more nicely. That's tact. Yeah. And try, you know, try to. Even even my relationship with my mom has grown because when you when you're in a relationship with someone, it's not just that one person. Now I'm in a relationship with his whole family, mm-hmm. and I'm learning different things from different people. And um, his uncle is someone who's really important to him, and now he's really important to me because he's teaching me how to navigate these relationships that I was just like, oh no no no, I'm done with her. Mm-hmm. I'm not speaking to my mother. And he was like, well, why not? How if y'all are both being negative, who's gonna fix the relationship? Mm-hmm. So now at 29, me and my mom speak not regularly, but way more than we did just yeah. off of relationships that I'm having with my husband and other people around him. Mm-hmm. Wow, so true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, there we go. Um, I just keep thinking about that song that I know I've been saying. Yeah, the church song. I'm gonna be really feeling. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, I grew up. Yeah, yeah. We used to do a lot of churches. Um, church was dope. Church, I mean, church was a very entertaining place. No, so even now, I'm. You know, still entertaining. It is. It's always like I was Kirk Franklin up. Y'all got in here. Yeah, yeah. That man was the original Diddy. I'm <laughs> sorry, I'm a politician, so I have to go to a lot of you know churches anyway. Um, anyway, love all you change your voice like Obama. Huh? You change your voice like when I mom be a church, like, you go to look at like the ritual with which they deliver messages so that you can figure out like what will be the most inspired message y'all can deliver. Mm-hmm. Okay. But um, no, I will say I've changed in that uh, I'm definitely more empathetic after meeting, cool. after meeting Andy. Um, when we met, well, we hit it off immediately at that that uh, lunch, brunch, dinner, that burger that we had. And um, I think Andy's, so Marcus, my background, my my family, there's a bunch of divorces here and there, but the family is extremely close. Like my maternal family is extremely, extremely close. My paternal family is a bit larger. I call my stepfather dad, not my father, but I'm cool with all of them. You know, they're all my Facebook. Andy family is like this like consolidated unit and they're huge. And um I thought Andy's mom was Andy. Like that just Andy's mom is totally Andy, right? Right. She's Andy, but like but taller and more like when she walks <laughs> in the room, like it soaks up the whole room. Like she is the room. Um and his dad is like this intellectual who just sort of like supports her but part of your generation I used to think about something like you know Andy's who he is because of who his mother is but really like part of your generation like his father is all the power but because he allows them to sort of be who they are they are who they are and they're relatively extraordinary so me when we met and I was sort of figuring out who I was uh, and my life was always a bit privileged you know relatively prolific at least professionally 
but I was never sort of reaching my full potential because I wasn't totally who I was. I wasn't totally exploring what I could do with who I was. But after meeting Andy, it just seemed like he was this brick wall that I could totally lean on. And not only did it make me empathetic to people who weren't totally like me, but it also helped me to figure out like how strong could I be? Like how, what sort of things could I build? Mm -hmm. So, you know, the companies that we've built since, the, the investments that we've made, the people that we've met, uh, the community work that we've done, it's all really been a result of, even though most Sundays when I'm out hustling in the morning, you know, doing my church rounds, and he's sitting there looking at TV, it's really because of him that I'm able to, that I have like this base to be as productive as I am. So, you know, I feel weird. I feel like I'm turning red. <laughs> Clearly the reddest person I've But uh, maybe it's a little humid. But, um, but I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. But yeah, I think I'm, I'm definitely more empathetic, but I'm more like wholly who I am. Like people who knew me before are like, you are really sort of rounded now. Whereas you were previously like this mechanical person. I'm very like you, bro. I'm zeros and ones. Yes, sir. You know? Oh, this one, but there's this whole 1.5 thing happening right now. And yeah, I'm, I'm sort of locked into the 1.5, you know, for lack of better. We're going to need to hashtag that. <laughs> so, yeah. Hey, yeah. have you been changed? Yeah. Uh, so, I wouldn't say changed. Uh, <laughs> I woke up like this. <laughs> To be, yeah, to be transparent, I think yeah. we're, like, we're like rigidly individuals. And I think yeah. because we met a certain age, we were in our mid-30s, I think it's a little bit different in that sense. That like we had experienced life and we had seen, we had been through tons of relationships. Yeah. We sort of came in knowing what we wanted. So that kind of cut through a lot. And we were like, we kept saying that like we're age appropriate. Yeah, we did. We geeked out on that we early. We were talking dating, about music you know. and times, and <laughs> we were just like, "It's crazy." Right? You don't know what you. We were both dating people like eight and five years young. It was just the people we were dating before was like these people are ridiculous. Oh, oh, oh! They're fine, but they're not. Oh, they weren't right for us. Yeah. They're not right for us because yeah. we are at a at a moment that we're ready, and then you know they need yeah. some time, and we don't have that time. Yeah. So, but I do say that I think one of the things that I always think through is that I never really had like a, a like a actual strategy session of like having to being able to go home and say like these are the problems I encounter like how do I solve them and have someone that I could like build a like build a directive in which to do everything that I do in life because I feel like we're hustling and we're always trying to figure out how to do our next steps but we always have to rely on like a small community of people who are not necessarily readily available to us, but having like one central person that you know, no matter what we do, because we have separate schedules, we do our things, but like we go to bed together. So we have that moment of like we come home and we like decompress of our life and we talk about what are our things. And I feel like just exponentially what we've been able to do in the past like three years because of that system is something that like yeah, we I'm super days. thankful for because we didn't. Like, you're like, oh, right. Like, you're, especially as a single person, you're like, I could do everything twice as hard and I could beat everyone. And you realize, like, oh, you are actually at a deficit. And it's hard to know that about your single friends because you're like, you don't want to say that because, like, well, that sounds like a dick. <laughs> but, but there is an advantage of, like, you have a core team and that core team is your partner. 
And that definitely is something that like changes your perspective. It changes how you deal with everything in general. And yeah. you also at the same time have this like awesome little team that you have for yourself mm -hmm. in both directions. Now, I will say this, add this extra really quick thing. Not being a, a religious person at all. I'm not a Christian, but I grew up in a UCC church. And the pastor I grew up under, he told me really early on as sort of a mentor. Um, it was sort of one of those nose in the air power churches of, uh, of Detroit back in the back in the day, or still is now. But he was like, the most productive people I know are married people. And I did know at that point I wanted to be productive. And, and yeah, we are, you know, wildly more productive now than we were five years ago. Now, I, I think it's beautiful. I think one of the terms that, like, the term partner has been for, like, for a long time left to same-sex couples but like Will and Jada recently called themselves partners instead of husband oh, and wife. Right. Mm -hmm. they, they, they recently so had a but the idea listen we can be like 40, 50, 60 with rips if grandma can be ripped out whatever they drink and give me some of that clean water but to hear you know listening to all of you guys and then we can speak a little bit to us but like the idea of partner, I look at Benta as my partner, like we build together. So that idea right. of into the empathy part where it's like there are feelings in there. So I, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm an emotional guy, I'm a Gemini. So but I, I didn't there are feelings that are in between that I'm like, what the fuck is that feeling? <laughs> I, I don't even know why are you having that feeling right now. Why do you She's not, but she's not sad, but and she's not, not mad. in tune with my feelings. Like, I grew up in a household where, like, we didn't talk about feelings, so yeah. I don't know the feelings that Feelings's I have. So when yeah. he's like, what the yeah. fuck, I'm like, I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> so if, you, if we were to say that anything's changed, so one, I've, I've definitely, that idea of a single person trying to build everything for yourself, it, it was exhausting, and it turned out that, like, it, it had an end. Mm -hmm. um, so to know that someone's here pushing me as well as listening and also saying, sit the fuck down for a second and take some drinks and water, um, that was one. But the finding these, finding that 1.2538, whatever it was, finding that, like I think we, we're, we're in a constant quest for it to, to find a little space in between mm -hmm. that says, you know, like for us to be better, you need to understand when I feel this way or feel mm -hmm. that way, or mm -hmm. you need to be able to sit to your point. Mm -hmm. You need to be able to say, I didn't be able to communicate. Mm -hmm. Today I feel like 1.7. I don't know what that means, mm -hmm. but like, <laughs> I love you, but just know that I'm not gonna look like it today. Like, I, mm -hmm. so that, I think that's been beautiful. Um, so I will jump to the next question right on the heels of that, unless you have anything you wanna add. What is- I woke up like this. She did not need any improvements. Like, oh, if there was one thing that I definitely have improved with our relationship, is I wash dishes now. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That we was a deal breaker for us. I'm not oh, even kidding. Wow. I, 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 I can't cook and wash dishes. Someone, something Came like home that. and bags are packed and it's like, <laughs> No, no, no. No, no, no. no bags are packed. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> he cooks, cleans, washes dishes, and walks his dogs. I'm spoiled. Yeah. Oh, and the 
I couldn't. When I do it all, like by the time. But he didn't start out like that. It's a change for the better. I got the ability. I have the potential. Listen, you took. I clean. That's how it works. It's a team. Somebody does it. We. I'm hearing teamwork. What's your biggest fear, though, guys, in your in your relationships, in your marriages? What's your biggest fear? I'm not going first. No. <laughs> that's, that's a difficult question. That's right. easy. Pretty. All right, go for it. Oh, yeah. um, my biggest fear, which I knew before getting married, was not being married to Bill. Like, the fear of divorce, the fear of not, you know, something going so wrong that the relationship breaks up. But that's what motivates me every day to try to be a better wife. It motivates me every day to make decisions that I know are going to, keep our relationship strong and like, you know, communicate and when things go weird and I'm like, oh, this is not feeling good, I feel like this doesn't make me happy or vice versa, I'm seeing that in him, I'm like, let's talk about it because, you know, my fear, if you can call it that, is not putting my best foot forward and um, the relationship suffering because of that, so, hmm. I may be so transparent. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh. oh, go go ahead. No, you, go. No, no, you got it. Yeah, I guess we don't have to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I will say, I'm glad you spoke on the last question because I was feeling like this side of the table was holding it down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was like, no, what are they doing? Yeah. Um, you seem to try to play it. You gotta step so, it up. Get, get your buzzer hand <laughs> ready. <laughs> Light skin yeah, people right, right. always <laughs> can't help themselves. I just remember, I gotta go home with us. <laughs> I think, I don't know, with fear, and as y'all were talking about and thinking about it, I don't know, my only real fear is, I think, um, like debt. I don't know, we got insurance, but, um, <laughs> you know, yeah, if I'm gone, you know, hit Andy up. But, uh, <laughs> like, hey, bro. Like, I'm sorry that James is gone, so, um, but, uh, <laughs> best best <laughs> yeah. no, but, um, I just think, and I think we both expressed this, and I don't know, you chime in. Feel free to correct me. But I think, uh, you know, you start moving fast and, you know, the the getting starts, you know, becoming really good. And then you think, ah, I just don't want this to stop early, uh, whatever early might be. I don't know. I guess early these days, like 85 years old. So I think, you know, I worry about that. But uh, I feel... I feel a bit fearless because of the way we met, just like how we are. I feel like so in sync because, again, being a bit, so I'm an engineer by, by training. I sort of see things as, a, as an equation. I see, you know, the good relationships are formidable, regardless of whatever abstract thing love is. And I think they are, there's an attraction first, there's a respect that's there, and there's a trust that's there. And as long as those things always exist consistently, the relationship is good. I mean, it can be a, a business relationship, it can be an intimate relationship, but with this one, I feel like all those things are there. And so because they're there, I feel like the things that we do, some of the mo most recent things are really dynamic. And so I feel pretty like crazy and free, like we can do anything. I think the fear is that, you know, it all comes to an abrupt end. Um, okay. It's the only thing that I'm really worried about. Other than that, I don't care. Like, we could go outside and like rob a liquor store and ride outside. Yeah, Bonnie and Clyde on the run, on the run tour every I think, day. I think we can get away. Can <laughs> I dare them try to catch up with me. Anyway, but yeah, go ahead. That's that's anyway. How I'm feeling. 
Cynthia, you got something on this side of the table. Cause they yeah, the let, me, let me revive <laughs> this side of the table. Um, as, far as, <laughs> as far as fear goes, um, I don't think I'm really fearful of anything happening in our marriage because stuff is going to happen regardless. That's inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, and anything. And um, we communicate. That's one of our biggest things. And th- that wasn't easy because I feel like I don't, don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about that. True. I don't want to. Yep. No, leave me alone. Don't talk to me about this. Yes. So that was my biggest thing. I'm like, he wants to talk. I don't want to talk. talk. Uh, but then I would talk to my girlfriends. Wrong mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. But um, mm-hmm. once we got the communication going, there's nothing that I'm fearful of in our marriage because we always put God in the forefront. Mm. For us, because we're religious, so we always put him there. And then what, we'll we'll start to see if he's not there. We'll be like, oh, do we put him back here? Let me go get him. Come, come, because we, we all got to talk. <coughs> so we always try to make sure that he's in the forefront because we don't feel like we could do anything without him. We we, we wouldn't even be married without him. We, mm-hmm. If we didn't have him in here, I probably would have beat each other up by now. So... As long as he's in front, I feel like everything is always going to be okay. Because yeah, Take the wheel. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can do that. Um, if y'all want to check out. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> sure. um, I guess one of the things that I guess. Wait, what was the question again? I'm sorry. Fair. Which fair? Fair. 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 Yeah, that catch me exactly. Um, oh, we wasn't saying that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. What is your greatest fear? Yeah, greatest fear. Um, one of my greatest fears, I guess, with with uh, I guess with, with in our marriage is that us not realizing our potential, like falling short, mm-hmm. or just letting like small things like cloud the waters of us getting mm-hmm. to like goals that we set or or the places that we want to be in our and in, in our marriage basically. So. I don't. Know, I feel like uh, my biggest fear is like falling short of of our, our potential. I guess mm-hmm. give it short and concise. Um, my biggest fear is becoming complacent as a husband mm-hmm. and forgetting to do those little things. Oh, that's scary. I'm afraid of having that relationship where we're both sleeping in the same bed, but we got our backs turned to each mm-hmm. other. I'm afraid of. Um, going into the supermarket and not seeing some flowers for my wife and not picking them up. Mm. I'm afraid of becoming that guy where, you know, I don't want to make her smile every single day. I don't want to kiss her forehead, which is absolutely does nothing for me, but everything for her. I'm afraid of... I kiss her forehead because <laughs> I, I'm an affectionate person like that and I like to show her affection. I'm afraid of losing that. You know, and since for five years since we've known each other, I've always been an affectionate person. And I don't want to get complacent where I'm not keeping her on toes and making her feel special every single day and let her know that she's special to me and I, she's precious to me. That's my biggest fear of just losing that. And I, I don't think it's going to happen, but it will, I'll be really fearful if it bring that. Everybody tell your partner they special because that moment was, that was a that was a commercial break. Right. Special. <laughs> I love you every day. Every Where's day. your forehead? <laughs> 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 that's what, that's what 
that's some but that's some that's some real shit. Like the idea, like and I can honestly say it's not something that like I think about, but it it rears its head that when we have confrontation. And it is. Because I bring it up. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. because like I make the point that like, like I knew what I was getting into. Like you're beautiful, you're amazing, you're talented, you're you're smart. You're like we Talk watch CNN it. and we watch MSNBC. I'm sorry, we watch CNN and we watch Fox News. No, uh oh. X Day on Rupert Murdoch, eh? No. Check, please. But I'm <laughs> But we'll watch an episode of Something Ratchet on the other hand. So we can yeah. live in both worlds. But I'll you going, okay. I get what she, like, I know, like, but to her, to your point, she does, like, there are days where, you know, I want to feel better about myself. But I, so I know for a fact that she does want to hear that. Did you like this dress? Do I look beautiful? Oh, what about yeah, this new yeah. lipstick? And I'm like, Whatever you put on, it's gonna look amazing. So I don't know why you need my opinion. Oh, that's a good one. But it, <laughs> it, you can't. But you can't to oh, the point. You can't do this this, this broad stroke. Yeah. So that idea of being complacent, I try to to do the things. I try to listen to what some of the things that she's saying and try to get it before she even says it. So a little. And that's something that's like that we're like actively doing, like on both parts now, because I feel like there were times where. And you guys talk about communication and how good you guys communicate. Communication is something that, as much as I wish we did it well, and in my mind, I'm like, yeah, we talk all the time. Yeah, you so gotta continuously work on that. But there's like a different kind of communication mm-hmm. in your yeah. relationship that has to happen. That's yeah. real, I'm, I'm comfortable right, to yep. talk about this communication. Yeah. Right. That's the comfortable part where you're like, I don't wanna tell you because I don't wanna hurt your feelings or I don't yeah, want you to feel like it. da da da. But like, now we're at a point where I'm like, you're gonna feel the way a little bit, but you have to get over it because I need to say this part, you know? Mm-hmm. And that kind of communication mm-hmm. for me, I felt like I was like I like I wasn't able to be my true self, like you mentioned, just because mm-hmm. I had to censor myself for certain things. And he felt like he had to censor himself for certain things. And so like we came, you know, to the drawing board and we we're like, all right, what is it that we wanna say? And like we actually started there. And now we feel more comfortable about sharing certain things. Yeah, there are times when I wish you didn't say that. Like I, like, I didn't really care for what that comment was, but I'm glad. Uh, but I'm glad you said what it is that you said because I know how you feel about the situation now. Versus um, walking around holding right. it and then it come out in argument. Right. So, mm-hmm. Do you guys feel that your Do you feel that your partner listens to you? I mean, it's an honest moment, and I hope y'all still love each other. If the answer is not a perfect yes, but do you guys feel like you guys are really listening to each other? Or do you think you can get better at it? I think I could get better at it sometimes. Um, yeah, I think I could get better at it. There's things that, I don't know, I guess the even simple like text messages, I just won't like read all the way and I'm like, oh, I totally missed that one. My bad. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I get the gist of it. Yeah, yeah. I know so, where you're going. Yeah, I know, I know where you're going. But, but yeah, the whole realm of it being black and white, binary, it's yeah. either it says it or it doesn't. It's true, it's very true. That. But like I said, the first eight words said something and I just went with that. But the ninth word <laughs> was important. <laughs> you know that girl from work? Oh, she had a bad day. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you know? That's it. I already I got That's it. it. Done. I got something else to... They got something else to move on. So yes, yeah. I need to... I still I guess need to... For me, I am going to say, I feel like I felt like at some point that he didn't listen, but through our conversations and our new communication, I'm like, well, you really listening? But then, but then he recently hit me with the, so, so he's doing his acting and stuff now, and 
there's a lot of stuff like there's a lot of auditions to you know remember i don't know what audition you have today yeah. and so yeah. like when i'm like oh hey he's like oh my god you never listen i'm like i just i'm an audition at five yeah. i'm in it i'm filming at six you can't and call me i'm just i'm the lead in something right. he's like, jesus I'm doing something right. I'm like, I didn't know. Like, but I told you. I'm like, I told you. I told you seven months ago. Let me check your text. <laughs> I don't know. And so, that's just. But for the most part, I feel like I can do more listening. Because David talks a lot. And for me, I have to like filter. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's, for me, sometimes like it's, 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 it's too much to handle. And I pick and choose when. But I'm learning to like. Just get all of it, and then later on you'll cut it down. But like, just still listen to everything as like my token of. All right, you're gonna talk. I'm always giving the director's cut. Like, just keep the keep the camera rolling. Do a lot of exposition and backstory. Um, I I like to say I do. Um, I think I don't. Maybe I don't listen well enough to the point of that we were talking about the 1.5 in the in the the non-logical kind of listening. So I listen for it to make sense. Yep. Okay. So when she be saying some like emotional stuff that don't make any sense, oh I'm like, did you listen to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> what you just told me was, shut up, and then why are you not talking now? <laughs> I'm very confused. Yeah. I'm listening, yep. and I don't know what to do. And, and I, hit the, I hit her with that sometimes, and it's like, I'm letting you know sometimes it's hard for me to understand what my next move is because... Um, <laughs> I'm th moving in this logic realm and you're moving in an emotional realm. That's so, and that's really where like the mismatch happens between us because I'm a very emotional, and David is emotional, but I feel like it's like a different kind of emotional. Like I think, breathe, and live my daddy with didn't my hug emotion. Me. <laughs> that's his emotion. Where for me, like I like I move in the world in emotion. Like like even even in like the like my personal like uh, relationships with friends, I'm very emotional about them. Where like I. I think I only have a small group of friends that I call friends because I'm like, when I call you a friend, then like, like for me, like it's no going back. Like we're here and we're doing this and yeah. everything I have, I'm pouring into it. And so like, for me, that's. So on the heels of this question of like listening yeah. and the other person and, and feeling those kind of things, I'm just curious, when do you guys, do you ever feel like, or when do you think it's appropriate to take me time? When is it like, so, so we, we just, to, you know, <laughs> And I'll give a little backstory. Like we've seen like a, a what do we call it, a therapist? A therapist. With therapists, we've gone together as a couple in sessions, good time and bad time. Um, and one of the things that was emphasized is that we are individuals. We are mm. people with our own destinies and our own wills, our own uh, interests. Um, and we are choosing to be a union. We're choosing mm. to build together. So it doesn't stop that individuality from coming together. Mm. Um, and there are times where it is about better. And it is like, I am Benta's second fiddle. What you need me to do to hold you up, to get you over this gate. And then there are times where I need Benta to get me through that audition and get me through that whatever. Um, when do, do you guys take the moment? Are there already moments where you take it and it's, it's about yourself? And then how do you guys as partners? Uh, I think we do that all the time. Yeah. I mean, I think the majority of our time is like our individual time. I mean, we will, like, if we got things to produce, like, projects to pump out, then it's like, I need this. Like, I'm not thinking about you. I'm tuning you out. Um, I'll, I'll see you later. Is that something you verbalize to each other? Or is it kind of understood because you know what's coming up? In I think it's, like, life? understood. Like, a lot of his alone time, like, he's, like, this 
film and TV person. He's like, I'm doing this. Like, I'm, I'm hogging this space to consume this content in the way I want to. And I need to, like, hover around it or participate in it. But it's, mm-hmm. it's his space, his thing. Mm-hmm. Or, like, with me, if I'm on a computer, he might be, like, having a, a happy day walking in our room. Like, I need this door opening and closing. Stop. Like, I, don't, I don't care about nothing that's happening. Like, everything you're doing and thinking needs to stop because I'm thinking about this. Like, you, you're not existing right now. And so, but I don't think it's like a, it's something we necessarily have to, have to verbalize. But, you know, when we need to show up, like, we know we show up, like, you know, like your work stuff the other day when you were out with all those folks and it's just like the texting back and forth. I thought you really wanted me to come down there. It was all these couples from work. And I was like, okay, so you need somebody to like show up and like, you know, round this out a bit. Or, or, or whatever stuff I'm doing. I think we're constantly talking about what we think about the world. You know, like the majority of our relationship, I think the most intimate points of our relationship are really sitting on a couch talking about the way the world works. Mm-hmm. Like we debate about everything. We philosophize about everything. We dig into every concept that we're thinking about. We're probably... Like, you know, hyperly rigid to our our philosophical beliefs because we we like do come out so much. So I think when we have that, when we need that alone time, I think we just um, we know like it's it's time. Like I need to take it. I don't know. What do you? I, don't I mean. For example, like I, I, I need to travel. I need to like not be in New York oh, yeah, twice a that. year. So like, and I hate to travel. I, I have to just like yeah. be. Friends, yep, that's perfect. I was like, I just need to like actually be away from the city. I love New York City, but at the same time, it's like it will consume you if you're always here. Um, but like you know, he's always thinking about like what opportunity is he missing by it's not work, it's actually not relaxing. To I don't want to you gotta pay me so, so, money. <laughs> but, I, but I think it's like yeah. it's fine because like my need for escape isn't dependent on like his presence, unless we yeah, go yeah, into like a along. friend's wedding and I need you to be there. So so I feel like to, back to communication, I have to be very prescriptive about what I need, mm-hmm. and that's something that we. Constantly have to work on. Yeah, we do. We, we, so we, some, I was like, traveling during their wedding. I totally would have, you know, I totally would I totally would have. That's okay. Know, it seemed like an awesome party. But no, like, even like my mother, for instance, she, I remember she was saying at one point, she was like talking to me like late one. She's like, where's Andy? I'm like, I don't know, out, you know. We text each other and I'll, I'll go like, are you okay? Like, you know, 11, 12. Because we usually like in bed like 11, 11, 30. So if it's late, I'm just like, you know, just say you're alive. I don't care. Whatever's happening, whatever. But my mother has like no concept that she's like, well, how is Andy traveling and you're not traveling? I'm like, you know? And then like I'll go out like when I'm traveling with colleagues, they're like, well, you know, I need to call the wife or whatever. And they're like, you know, you need to go. And I was like, no, I'm, you know, I'm good. Like we don't talk that much when we're moving around. We'll text. I see you on Instagram. I mean, we're social people. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're in the industry. So it's not like we don't know where each other are, uh, et cetera. Yeah, so I think it's sort of it's sort of unspoken because we're constantly in communication, but uh, but sometimes you need like your you want to be in the tub for forty minutes and you're like have your tub really time and that's like your thing and I'm like I don't really get tubs, so I'm like it's, it's fine. Just turn a shower on. Come on, let's go. Just sitting in your dirt. I don't understand. Drinking smoke cigars alone, and then the whole bathroom needs to be like air out because the 
smoke stays in the paint right. on the walls. So I don't <laughs> smoke in the house anymore. But anyway. What about you? went in there anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, do you guys want to throw it? Like, do, do you guys, do you guys, and if you don't have a struggle yeah. for me time, don't worry about it. Don't feel free to have to chime um, in. But how do you guys define me yeah. time? You know, you know, this is the end of this episode, but there's another one. So keep on listening. Dinner Discussions with B was created by at Cooking with B and at I'm Just Dave to share and expand perspectives through conversation and foster meaningful connections over dinner. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and to visit us at withb.com.